0: Hi, I'm Hang, And I'm Helen. And welcome to the High Key Asian Podcast.
1: A safe and open place where we can come together to discuss all things relevant to growing up and being Asian
0: in Australia. Whether you're at home, going for a run, driving to work, or on a bus or train, heading somewhere, we hope that you can hang tight and tune into this week's episode.
1: how was your weekend
0: it was pretty good i had some good me time it was very chill Ooh, we love those yeah and then so friday night i didn't do much saturday night it was also just like all of me i actually really loved it just like having time for myself and then um sunday i had lunch with the boyfie. Ooh. yeah we had pizza and it was really good
1: oh pizza's best like you can never go wrong with pizza
0: I know, and carbonara as well. Oof, oh, favorite my pasta Lord. ever! Oh my good way to end your weekend. <laughs> yeah. How about you? How's your weekend, girl? Uh, I
1: had a uh, birthday party. Went to a Japanese restaurant. Basically, ordered drinks and a lot of like dishes. <laughs> we had
0: a lot of food. <laughs> That's good. That's always a good sign. We yeah. had a great day.
1: And then I also had a date night with my boyfriend. We had Korean barbecue. Yeah, went to
0: a restaurant called uh, Pike. <laughs> Close enough. I'm pretty sure it's. I'm pretty sure the Korean people are laughing at us but it's fine. Yeah, we try our best. <laughs>
1: oh my god, but like this place is the best. It's like in Little Lonsdale. I have so many side dishes. It was so good. My boyfriend I loved that. it. Yeah, I felt like we, we haven't had a date night in so long, so I thought, you know what, I'll organise one, you know, for me and him. Yeah, wish nice.
0: <laughs> Well, that's a perfect transition <laughs> to our topic this week. It's totally not planned. <laughs> <laughs> totally not planned at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this week we wanted to talk about dating. Ooh and what our (laughs) experience is like more for Helen than me because mine is a little bit (laughs) low-key oh come on well like you
1: know your one was like interesting experience it was something
0: (laughs) okay all right all right
1: (laughs) Wow. So, like, Hang and I are both in serious relationships now, and we thought we would backtrack a little earlier to our younger years and talk about what it was like for us in high school.
0: Yes. Here's the here's the T. Here's the T. There there was no dating experience. T. <laughs> That's the <a> T. <laughs> That's the T. <laughs> and we're wrapping up. We're, we're wrapping up. Okay, bye, guys. <laughs> Like, like, I had no dating experience in high school (laughs) Me and Helen, we went to an all girl school Other girls in our school would have boyfriends So I don't think that was like the only reason we didn't have a dating life But (laughs) I think mainly it's because my parents were really overprotective of me Mm -hmm. And rarely let me go out That's the whole reason why they threw me in a freaking girl school They were like, you're not getting boyfriends You're studying, you're trying to get that A plus And... I also didn't really attend any social events, especially the main one in year nine when we were about 15, which is equivalent to like prom in America for those who don't know. And it would be a get together with our brother school, which is another all boy school and just like a socializing event. Some people dated from that event as well. So or some people are still dating from I that.
1: Know. Congrats to you love hearts at uh, making high school sweethearts.
0: <laughs> high school sweethearts. And even like back then, I didn't even know where to meet guys. There's like obviously like in high school, there was no dating app or I don't know, like there were no chances of me really meeting guys just because my parents were super protective as well. Mm-hmm. And in high school, I was really into like Korean dramas, animes, mangas, and fanfics. Mm-hmm. That was my expectation of love <laughs> like love's got to be the moment where the guy pulls your wrist and twirls you around and like freaking says I love you cuz if it's not then that's not romance <laughs> that was that was my envision of what romance was and i really wanted that cute high school love drama as well Aww, where they're both studying yeah. together or you know, he would just smile admiringly at her when she's cute mm. like Goddamn. (laughs) (laughs) You live through those characters. (laughs) I know. Why can't I be her? (laughs) (laughs) Why can't two guys love me at once and I have to choose? (laughs) Please tear me apart. And then I would even have moments where I would be on the school bus and I'll just dramatically look out the window with my earphones in and just listening to the music as if I'm in an MV. (laughs) That was like my moments. And I was also into K-pop. Especially DBSK. If anyone remembers Jae Jong, he was my guy, my everything. (laughs) Mr. Howdy Lips. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. That was from my year 7 to year 11 life. I didn't really have any exposure. It wasn't until year 12 that I finally went to tutor for methods. And those who don't know, in year 12, it's your last year of high school. And you pretty much have different levels of mathematics that you can choose from. Foundation, general methods, or specialists. And I chose methods because it was the subject required by the course that I originally wanted to get into for university. So I told my parents that I sucked at methods and I needed a tutor. And they happily threw me in there. And I went in. And I saw this cute ass guy, and I was just like, oh, oh, my heart. (laughs) He just had like a nice face to look at. He just had the cutest small eyes and a beautiful smile. (laughs) My hormones were going crazy. Teenage hormones. Teenage hormones. I remember even telling you and my other friends, and I don't even know how. I literally only told them his name and. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I remember this. Yeah, like, let's say, like, his name. Let's call him Tim. His name isn't Tim, but let's call him Tim. I freaking just said, oh yeah, like, I like this guy. His name is Tim. He just has small eyes. He's Vietnamese. He's cute. And they're like, what's his last name? I knew his last name, but I didn't want to freaking tell them because I'm like, I know you guys are going to stalk him. Sorry, guys, for lying. (laughs) And the only reason I knew his last name was because it was on his pencil case. (laughs) (laughs) Like, his full name. Yeah, and so I don't know how, but they freaking found him even without his surname. So to all the guys out there, this is how girls do it. This was like year twelve, and girls have this type of level of stalking, y'all. <laughs> like y'all, better be careful out there, guys. <laughs> Recruit year twelves. <12s. laughs> we didn't have much better time to do yeah. <laughs> it. So-, <laughs> so that was pretty much my. High school romance. I mean not anything exciting, but all the merrier of what I can remember. So cute though. what about yours how was your high school romance love story
1: well it was also non-existent <laughs> because i was a very shy girl oh <laughs> very studious listened to her parents plus my mom was very strict didn't let me date and i just accepted it <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i just accepted it. i was like all right and even regardless i i went to tutor and vet school, and I was exposed to boys too. I only had crushes from afar, but I never pursue the boys that had crush yeah. on. Like, I remember I went to tutor as a group tutor for the first time in high school, and I remember I met this really cute boy.
0: <laughs> cute. <laughs>
1: I'm just remembering like year seven, year eight. So I was like 12, no, 13,
0: 14. Yeah. So...
1: Little Helen went in her first day of class and then she saw this boy and he was like, oh my god, he was so cute. And I was just like, oh <laughs> back then I wore like cargo pants and then I wore polo tops. I was like, man, my style back then and there was Y2K vibes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I remember he was like very cute. And then I just like had all these fantasies. Because like like in K drama and animes, like they put like unrealistic <laughs> expectations on our minds and then thinking that these you know, these scenes would happen to us in real life and it does not because you're like so awkward as a teen. You got no uh-huh. skills. And then because I didn't I went to a girl's school, I didn't know how to talk to boys.
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel like the moment that I went from like high school to uni, how do I say hi to a guy? Yeah. <laughs>
1: It took me a long time to realize that boys are just like girls. They're a person and, you know, they got feelings. And then, you know, and then they can have a conversation with them. and They can be friends with them. <laughs> but yeah. I also remember during that age too. Oh my God, Helen, why? <laughs> I went shopping with my mom. And you know, like those pop-up stores in the middle of the shopping centers? Yeah. So there was a jewelry shop, right? I was going toilet while my mom was shopping at a store and then after i finished i walked past the jewelry store and i noticed the cute guy Ooh. and i walked up and then i was just like oh <laughs> and then i pretended to look at a necklace and i actually did like the necklace but it was so expensive during that time it was $20 but for me $20 was expensive mm-hmm. if you had like a lunch order right and you're buying something for like $5 you know that's pretty pricey
0: that's pricey Yeah
1: And so I was looking at a necklace And he was like Hey you wanna buy this necklace and I'm like Oh
0: I got no money
1: And then he's like Here try this on And yeah. I put it around my neck And then he was like So close to me And I was like Oh my
0: god <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know what to do And then he was just like Oh he's the mirror What do you think I'm like Oh it's pretty And then I was just thinking Oh Is he rich like, it like, Is he like a prince or something Is he rich yeah. <laughs> Is he rich <laughs> A rich prince for me. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I don't got money. And he was like, oh, okay. He's like, maybe you can come back another time and buy it. And so I ran to my mom and I begged her for money. And I was like, I really want this necklace. And she's like, okay. And then she gave me $20 and I came back. He was like, oh, okay. I'm glad, you know, you can buy it. It looked good on you. And I'm like, oh.
0: And then he wrapped it up. Yo, that's then... how you got plain. I got plain. I got swindled <laughs> Fucking, you got, he spooned me. He just tried to call you gorgeous and get you to freaking buy a necklace. You know what happened to that
1: necklace two weeks later?
0: It broke. (laughs) Wow. Talk about quality. Yeah. Yeah. So that was your little cute love stories in high school. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like I would just fantasize random boys I met in public momentarily, right? and i think that oh you know maybe he'll come approach me oh, oh like if i act like really
0: cute and shy nah man they just walk past yeah he'll come to me
1: but nah man <laughs> he just
0: literally walked past oh my god that's so funny because you know we're, we're in high school and that was our innocent thinking yeah. like oh my god you know this is gonna happen this way or that way and all there was like no scandalous things for us like we were freaking high school kids crushing on k-pop idols and k-dramas yep. and oppas and what uh... we were pretty much late bloomers when it came to dating what would you say was your earliest dating experience and how has that journey been for you
1: well when i was year 12 i was invited to a lot of 18 birthday parties so i got to mingle with guys but i was too shy and depended on my girlfriends so i just i just stayed with my girls just think that they'll come to me but they didn't (laughs)
0: Like, you just side-eyeing everyone, like, hello, hello.
1: Hey, hey. But yeah, I was just like, you know, at least I was in the same room. (laughs) That was an improvement. (laughs) That is a big
0: improvement.
1: My big improvement, Mm. right? And then I was really excited when I graduated year 12 because I thought, "This, this is it. This is the day, this is my time, I will find a boyfriend. <laughs>
0: <laughs> because after we're year 12, we turned 18, and that's the legal age for Australians to drink and go parties and all that stuff. Yeah. You know, get out there, girl. Yeah. yeah. Freedom. Well, that
1: didn't happen in uni <laughs> as well. <laughs> Disclaimer, everyone. I was like, fucking too studious. I like, I want to tend to my classes. And then after class i'll go to the library i'll go to the food court and then go to the library study more and then just go home like a good little girl (laughs) yeah i don't know like it's like maybe my mom ingrained me so well but you know also i was like 18 and i also went to like a lot of house parties and birthday parties so slowly ever so slowly i was socializing with boys i remember one time i think it was my first party when i was 19. And then I remember meeting this really cute boy and he sat next to me randomly and we were just talking and I was like, oh my God, he's so cute. He's talking to me.
0: <laughs> oh my God.
1: Yeah. Looking back now, I'm like, I think he was drunk and he... <laughs> he was barely holding the conversation. But I thought, oh my God, he's talking to me. And then like I, I walked away, right? Because I think I wanted to go toilet or tell my girlfriend like, oh my God, this guy talked to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then I was looking for him in the room and I saw him talking to another girl. And I was like, what? <laughs> but still, like, end of the party, I told my friend, like, oh, I really want to say bye to him. And she's like, okay, just say bye to him. So my friend went up to me, like, hey, my friend wants to say bye to you. And I was like, bye. <laughs> <laughs> so cringe. <laughs> bye. No game. And he was like, bye. <laughs> I think legit, I was just standing there waving, Bye. <laughs>
0: <laughs> ah, no game yeah so like from there you know you have been on a couple of dates before your current boyfriend yes yes
1: now. i was about to start so my first date i was 19 years old at the time tinder was really popular
0: oh
1: yeah yeah, yeah and like uh one of my friends was using it i think this was like 2013 like Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, so old, but yeah. um, So, (laughs) so I thought I'll give it a go. So I made a profile, matched a guy. So this guy was Brazilian, and I didn't know shit about guys, right? So I just like swiped right to a really cute guy, and we met, had pizza and beer, and then I did a really dumb thing.
0: Oh my god, I remember (laughs) this. I totally forgot about. I'm like, what are you talking? Why <laughs> I had I this story? And I just remember yeah, yeah, it. <laughs> yeah. And
1: then um, I did a dumb thing. He was like, "Oh, my house is nearby. Do you want to like come to my house?" And then I was like, okay. Like, this is not dangerous at all. <laughs> yeah. So we walked back to his place. And luckily, I was up front with him and told him, oh, this is my first date. You know, he's like, oh, that's cute. Because I think he was 22, 23. But for me, I'm like, wow, he's an older guy. Because
0: back then, how, how old were you back then? 19. 19. Right? I was 19. Right, right. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that's so funny that 20, 22 to 23 was old for us. <laughs> I
1: know. Oh my God. <laughs> that's just crazy. And then, like,
0: Nothing happened to me, <laughs> right? Like when you were at his apartment.
1: Yeah, but I was horrified of the state of his apartment. His couch was just so dirty. It was like covered in stains. His carpet was covered Ugh. in like cigarette buds. And then he showed me his room and like they didn't have bed sheets and they're all stained. And I'm just like, and he was like, oh, I live with boys. And I'm like, think, I'm thinking like clearly. And then when I went toilet, there was a pile of underwear. Oh. And then I'm just like, yo, 23, and you can't even do your own laundry.
0: (laughs) That's nasty.
1: (laughs) That was when you had your first kiss. Yeah, I had my first kiss as well. I remember I was like showing him (laughs) what Viet music was. I introduced him to Gatlu, like Vietnamese opera.
0: Yeah. And he was like, oh. (laughs) He's like, oh, that's interesting. (laughs) That's
1: interesting. (laughs) Then we started to play, um... Flamingo <laughs> Music? flamenco. I can't say it What is it? It's like Fango music You know? Oh okay Yeah okay. yeah yeah And so he
0: was teaching did me how just to Did you say flamingo? <laughs> I did say flamingo <laughs> God damn it <laughs> It's okay, it's fine It's fine So you guys started listening to that type of music Yeah,
1: and then he was just teaching me how to dance And then afterwards we were just like Oh, we just sat down on the couch And I was like, oh, I'm so tired And then he looked at me And he had his hand on my lap And I'm like, what is this? What does this mean? (laughs) (laughs) And then like he leaned over and he kissed me And I remember I was like so happy that I lost my first kiss I was like, fuck yeah, fuck yeah and so so what I did is, like, I immediately broke the kiss and I just looked down because I was smiling. And then he thought that I was, like, I was shy. And he's like, okay, that's okay. It's, like, your first date. I'm not going to push you. But I'm thinking, like, yo, bro, you don't understand. I just lost my first kiss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I remember it was just, like, this feeling of fireworks, right? Oh. Yeah, it was so cute, isn't it? But then, like... I think we were, like, watching a movie. I was concerned that it was getting late. Because at the time, I told my parents that I was, like, having dinner with a friend.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You lied. (laughs) I lied.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And then, thankfully, like, they trust me. They're like,
0: oh, Helen would have lied. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, parents. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. But, yeah.
1: Overall, I thought it was a nice date. But then after the date, we were texting and then he kept on telling me to come over and it was really like Mm. sleazy. I got traumatized. I didn't know what to do. So I, I Googled like, what would you do if a guy, you know, you met on a first date, asked you to come over to his house and then girls were like, he's a fat boy, you know? Ghost him. And thought, alright, I'll ghost him. Thank
0: you, internet. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the answers, Google.
1: So I ghosted him and then I got traumatised, so I deleted the app.
0: <laughs> How did you go from that to where you are now with your current boyfriend?
1: So after uni, I was seeing a guy. He was
0: great, but like... It... This was after like your first date.
1: Yeah. It wasn't until I finished uni, I went on another date. Oh, wow. Yeah, like a second date. So I think I was...
0: 22 <laughs> <laughs> you know what there's no such thing as being late to the dating game y'all <laughs> you yeah, know yeah I was like, I don't know I, I just
1: like ha- I was happily single like,
0: yeah,
1: yeah yeah I I didn't have the need to date someone at that yeah. time yeah so like yeah I was seeing this guy but it ended naturally and then afterwards I was just enjoying the nightlife more Um, Clubbing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Get it, get
1: it. (laughs) Yeah, get it, get it. But then, like, yeah, I met, like, a lot of sleazy fuckboys Mm. at the bars and clubs, Mm. and I just decided to go back on dating apps, and then I tried Hinge, and then I met my current boyfriend. Hi, Jawad. Hi, (laughs) Jawad. Yay. It went from
0: this one guy where you learned the flamingo music from. (laughs) my God. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then that traumatized you. <laughs> and then you had yeah. a long period of just being single and enjoying the life. And mm-hmm. you went back on dating apps again with a few failures, with a few skips. And then you met the one. The Juwan. Yeah.
1: I met the Juwan. The Juan. <laughs> the
0: Juan. <hu-wan. laughs> juan,
1: yeah. You read it like Juan, but because he's Indonesian,
0: yeah, it's
1: actually Juan. Anyway, enough about me. Moving on to you. How was your dating journey?
0: <laughs> I feel like mine is, like, so anti-climatic compared to yours, bro. <laughs> It's
1: something, <laughs> all right? It's important to you.
0: <laughs> so, like, my first dating experience is my current boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Tell
1: everybody. Tell everybody.
0: <laughs> it's so, like, not vanilla, but, like, very, like, mild compared to everyone. I don't know. Like, that's just why I think. I don't think it's, like dramatic mm-hmm. but it's a hella long story and i'll try to summarize a short version <laughs> i'm sure like a lot of my girls listening and including yourself helen that you've heard this story like a million times over and over and i will
1: never get tired of listening to
0: it <laughs> <laughs> but in uni i think this was the third year of uni my last year of uni as well like in 2015 and so we needed to do a group assignment in this one class that i had i think it was forensic accounting which sounds so fun doesn't it <laughs> 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 but it is not. <laughs> and I hated group assignments because I was always that one person that fucking did all the work and all the other folks would not do the work at all. Mm-hmm. So I was already a seams with it. But the good thing was that I was with Stephanie in this class. Stephanie, who I mentioned before in the previous episode. So at least I had her, but we needed a group of four And so she was just like, oh, how about those two other Asian guys on the other table? They look pretty smart. (laughs) I was like, okay, sure. And coincidentally, the next class we had, they came and sat down on our table because ironically, they also thought the same thing where it's like, oh, those two Asian girls look smart. (laughs) So then one of the guys, let's call him Mr. Potato, (laughs) became one of my really good friends. And we didn't like each other in uni or anything like that. There was like no, there was nothing going on there because one, we purely treated each other as homies, and you know, he treated me like a dude, and plus he had a girlfriend back then as well. So after he broke up with his girlfriend, which was post-uni for me at least, I I had already graduated, I think he, he had another year. We just vibed even closer and kind of got to the point where we liked each other. So this was now in 2016, so I was like 22 so yeah you where like the dating game was like late for me <laughs> yeah so naturally because we liked each other we decided to become like boyfriend girlfriend and he was legit my first everything <laughs> like first kiss first date first hugs i was in that happy go lucky mode mm-hmm. because you know in high school i wanted that k-drama love story blah 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 and this was my first time experiencing all these fun things and about like a month into it i noticed that he was acting different and our calls on the phone got shorter in time. We didn't talk to each other as much anymore. And I just felt this distance between us. But the, the lovey-dovey me that dreamed of having a boyfriend, like having only one boyfriend for life, I wanted that relationship. So I kind of just like denied all the bad signs that were happening and this was just like a month in as well so I was thinking oh, is this how it all relays are like I thought this was like normal almost Yeah. he ended up breaking up with me in our second month of dating <laughs> oh sad times <laughs> and cause he wasn't ready for a relationship yeah. yet and he wanted to focus on himself and that sucked the most Because he didn't really do anything wrong for me to hate him. Like, if he cheated on me, at least I'd be like, Fuck you, (laughs) babish! But, like, the thing is, he didn't even do that. It just ended. And I think for me, it was hard because I lost almost, like, a best friend. So the breakup was now at the start of 2017. So we'll have a separate episode about breakups and talk more about it in another episode. But it fucking sucked in summary. (laughs) (laughs) I
1: was there. (laughs) I (laughs) saw the hot mess.
0: (laughs) Legit. I just called you out for him. I was like, oh, hello. What's wrong? Oh my gosh. Like, one, I was so embarrassed that the relationship really lasted two months. (laughs) Two, I knew something was wrong already, but I didn't approach it. And three, I lost my best friend. So, Aww. months go by and we don't talk to each other and we never hang out. And I probably called him occasionally because I was a weak freaking girl that had a weak heart and a soft heart, and I just wanted to talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> we ended up being friends and normal again by the end of 2017, I think. And then we just continued to just kind of be chill and normal and all. At the end of 2018, I knew I was getting feelings for him again, but like I have traumatized. Feelings of getting hurt by him again, so I just tried to deny it and I just wanted us to be friends. I also had a feeling that he was liking me again too, so at this point, we couldn't really deny our feelings and we eventually got back together. Knowing that this time was different because we were both 24, 25 years old now, he was ready for a relationship and I feel like I've grown a lot as well. And honestly, right now, how long we're dating? For almost three years now, and I think, wow. yeah, and I think it's like the best that it's been now. So that was, like, my wild <laughs> journey. But, <laughs> uh, um, yeah, like, literally, like, my dating experience is just one guy.
1: <laughs> no, but, like, I find that
0: yeah, it's sweet, right? Because,
1: mm. honey, it's not nice out there when you're single and you're trying to find a man. <laughs> it is, oh, my Lord. It's like, you meet so many duds sometimes. And it's like,
0: True. sometimes
1: it's not their fault. It's just like, oh, it's not just, you know, it's not the spark that you're looking for. Or like they don't meet your standards, <laughs> or like you know like K-pop they're at standards, a, yeah. Or like they're at a different life stage as you, and it's just like you know, it fucking sucks.
0: That's true. Yeah, that's true. I guess for me and Helen we both had different spectrums where Helen had the experience of trying it out. Like trying a lot of fishes. Trying a lot of fishes. Going a lot of first dates and Yeah, yeah. And a lot of them being fucking the lowest quality fishes. Do you remember every
1: single year when I was single, you're like, This is your year. You will find a
0: man. And it coincidentally, the year I don't say anything is when you went to one. I know, right? We both have different experiences from our dating and now being in a relationship. What are your biggest takeaways from that?
1: Well, I learnt what I like and I don't like in a guy. So what I like in a guy is that he he's funny and independent. He's quirky. Because I'm weird. <laughs> um, and of course, he's cute and he's loving and kind. And Yeah, yeah.
0: I felt like when you told me about Jawad and just how you guys interacted, I was literally like, wow, you guys are like so perfect for each other because you guys are both so weird. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. like, it just works. I'm like, yeah.
1: wow. No, but like, what's amazing is that we have like the same wavelength. So like, we understand each other's jokes and we know what the other person is thinking without the other person saying anything. Or like, we can he- hear what they're thinking. I just find it really nice. <laughs> Like, to have, like, a best friend too. Yeah. I also understood what my standards were. So, I wanted someone who was honest, who was willing to listen and compromise, like, follow through their actions. Like, you'll be surprised to, like, meet guys who say something but not really do it. Yeah.
0: Like, they're all talk. Yeah, they're all talk. Fuck boys. (laughs) (laughs) Bye.
1: Yeah and i think later on as i got older i wanted someone to be family oriented and and yeah and for me as an individual like knowing when to walk away rather than holding on to like um, a dead end relationship or like a guy that wasn't ready for commitment
0: yeah 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 and and i think that's good because when you know what you want you're just more straightforward yep. and you're not wasting as much time and it just helps a lot with the direction of what you want in a relationship better. But to be honest, like, I didn't gain these perspectives
1: um, when I was younger. Like, I had to experience those um, um, those bad dates. <laughs> those bad dates. <laughs> <laughs> in order to get where I am now. Another thing I learned was um, listening to my gut and be mindful of, like, red flags. There were some guys that I knew... Like, I had a feeling that wasn't ready for relationships, but I thought, oh, like, you know, like I held on to them. You know, I waited for their texts and their calls and went for them to, like, um, ask me out mm. on a date. I just hate it. Just, you know, waiting all day yeah. <laughs> for a fucking text. Like, yeah. it was stupid. Yeah. So then, as I got older, I realized, like, oh, you know, when guys are like that, it's like, you know,
0: Clearly, they're talking to someone else. But you learn from it, and it's true what you say. Because even for me, I also put that down as my biggest takeaway Uh as well. Uh Yeah, like, I put down, you gotta listen to your gut instinct. If we talk about me and my boyfriend, and back then, when we first broke up, I knew something was wrong, but I didn't approach it. And I was just in denial that something was Mm. wrong. Mm -hmm. And from that, I learned that, oh, you know, it's better to be straightforward and more... uh, like better communicate about it then like hold it in i tend to be that type of person as well like if something's mm. wrong i tend to just hold it in i'm not very vocal with my emotions or anything so yeah like what you said if you have a gut instinct or there's a vibe like there's a reason why it's there maybe take a step back and think about why is it there and, um, yeah
1: really think about it sit on it sleep on it and the next day that like that itch is still there you know it's just healthy within a relationship just to talk about it to your partner but i guess at the time
0: i wasn't even their
1: partner hang. <laughs>
0: No, but, like, <laughs> the thing is, like... No, no, but me me defending my best friend anyway. <laughs> No, sweetie, no. <laughs> no, you're doing well. But the thing is, we learn from it. We just think of it as we're just innocent and we have this mindset. And I don't want to say, like, naive because everyone starts off with a different mindset when they first start dating mm-hmm. and they start off fresh and all. So you generally go in not really having any experience and yeah, you just... Definitely. The only experience you can get is just getting out there and going into it. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Another thing that I learned and it might sound overrated and cliche or whatever, but like it's self love. Like I realized back then I was looking for someone to love me in areas that I couldn't love myself. Mm. And so during the times where my boyfriend couldn't fulfil those needs for me, I guess like back then we didn't really know about love languages. Like I think my current love language is words of affirmation, but back then I wasn't getting the words of affirmation. (laughs) And so when I had those moments I crashed into an emotional wreck and questioned my worth. Like, am I not good enough for this person? Which Mm -hmm. fucking sucks but in reality we shouldn't find our worth in someone else's perspectives except for our own and Mm self-love isn't easy i'm not saying that like yeah love yourself every day there are going to be days where you feel absolutely crap about yourself and it's normal it's an ongoing and continuous journey that we are all working on but the better that we get at it through practice and time the better we will feel about ourselves Mm -hmm. if i talk about an analogy where imagine yourself with no muscles and you are frail and you're weak, but you want to carry another person on top of you. But you're struggling because you don't even have any of those muscles or any of that strength in you, um, any of that love. So when you work on yourself and you gain those muscles and get stronger, it becomes easier to carry that other person. So it's okay to be selfish sometimes and work on yourself. So I think that's what literally like one of the main things that I learned from back then, just like dating that one person. Yeah. <laughs> but but it is really important, right? Like, it's, it's cliche and it's overrated, but it's something that really needs to be recognized. And self-love isn't a perfect journey. It's going to have its ups and downs. But for me back then, after having that breakup with my ex and my current boyfriend now, <laughs> during that time, it took a while, but I focused on myself and I felt a lot better. And life was good as a single person at one point. So... I guess those are like my main takeaways from dating and being in a relationship. There's a lot more that we can dive into about and I don't know, maybe we can have like a dating part two episode. But yeah, that's generally what we both learn about.
1: Yeah, I just want to add to that. I don't want to like shame the guys only. I'm also um, reflecting back on my actions that I was immature. So I did ghost a lot of guys when I wasn't interested anymore. And looking back now, like I should have communicated more clearly as to why I didn't like them. Like it's just healthier to give someone an explanation and give them closure rather than just to like suddenly cut them off. Because I remember like, I was talking to my cousin and he was like using a dating app. And then he's like, oh, I hate it. I hate it when girls ghost me, you know. And like I think for me for the first time, someone who who I really adore and respect and how much hate and disgust he was and then i just felt like oh wow that's the person behind that screen
0: (laughs) yeah you're right though because it's like both genders or both parties have their own faults Mm. or it's not necessarily always the guys sometimes it is the girls Mm.
1: but i think like just just out of respect you know just say that hey it was you know like nice meeting you i just felt you're not what i'm looking for another like thing i learned is that you know try to meet the person face to face as soon as possible if you're talking online because it's not the same as talking in real life like you don't see the facial expressions the tone how they treat other people and their environment or how they're treating you so like meet up face to face as soon as possible but also let your friends and family know who you're meeting up with stay safe yeah stay safe make sure it's a public area like a restaurant or a park you know not their home like me Fuck my life <laughs> <laughs> you know unless you're looking for a one-night stand you go ahead girlfriend go hey. oh boy
0: <laughs> <laughs> well That was our dating experiences for this episode. Thank you for listening in. We both had very different experiences growing up, but we're happy with where we are now with our current boyfriends. If you guys were able to relate to anything we've said or have a story yourself that you want to share, Feel free to let us know via our Instagram at Hi.keyAsian. Also feel free to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Spotify if you want to stay in touch with our upcoming episodes. We hope to catch you guys next time. Thanks again and bye. Thank you so much, guys. See you soon.